Welcome to Stay at Home Girlfriends. Before we start the episode, here's a quick reminder to check out our socials. You can find us on Instagram at Stay at Home Girlfriends Pod, TikTok at Stay at Home Girlfriends, and Tumblr at Stay at Home Girlfriends.tumblr.com. And don't forget, if you want advice from us and to be featured on the show, here are the ways you can send us a question. We have a Google form, which you can find linked in the Stay at Home Girlfriends bios. You can write us a message on Tumblr, and by the way, both of those options are completely anonymous, or you can DM us on Instagram. And remember, the more detailed the question is, the better advice we can get. If you want to support the show, join the Secret Society over on Patreon for fun exclusive content. And here's a quick reminder that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While we are going to try and give you the best advice possible, we always recommend taking your issue to a trusted friend or family member. Or a certified professional in whatever field your concern is in. And remember, never take advice from someone who's falling apart. I'm Gabriella, and I'm here with Pam. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to be doing a mini episode with a very special guest, kind of a mini-sode, if you will. Maybe a micro-sode, a petite pod. We're workshopping the names that we're going to do for these, so you guys send in your recommendations of what we should call these. I am digging petite pod. Yeah, me too. Anyways, we've got the perfect guest who, in my experience, is amazing at giving advice. Everybody welcome my friend, Hannah. Hello, what an intro. Wow. I feel like you've hyped me up there. Amazing advice. I don't know where you've plucked that from, honestly. (laughs) You've given me great advice in the past. Likewise, though, to be fair, I feel like you underestimate yourself. Really? Yeah, many, many years of advice we've had between us. You know what? We're actually professionals by this point. No, exactly. We might be. (laughs) It's like we should have a podcast, honestly. Exactly. What a great idea. So Hannah, two questions for you. Okay, first, what does the audience need to know about you? And the second question, do you think you're qualified at giving advice? Okay, so something that people should know about me. Well, I have always been told that I'm quite a wise head on young shoulders. Is that the saying? I think that's the saying. So I guess that kind of like qualifies me to give advice. But also, I feel like I'm quite a blunt person. Like I don't have time for time wasters, never had I'm quite good at prioritizing my mental health over everything else. So I feel like, does that make me good at advice or does that make me bad at advice? I don't know. But hopefully, I mean, I do feel kind of like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel with me. I'm not going (laughs) to like us, but I'll try my best. I will try. Don't be silly. You are absolutely wonderful. Like, honestly, when we first started this podcast, you came to mind straight away. I was like, I really want to get Fab Han on here. Really? Wow, yeah. maybe, I sh- maybe I should start a pod. Can you imagine? <laughs> Fuck off, Siri. <laughs> Siri. Siri wants to be involved. Please. <laughs> well, I think you're going to be great. Hannah, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself before we jump in. Right, so I've just turned 25, so I'm like peak quarter-life crisis. Um, mm. I feel like it's about to happen. I've got a little dog. I run a small business. Um, I've been making YouTube videos for 10 years now. And that's about it, really. That's kind of my life in a nutshell. What's your business called? So my business is called Sunnyside. It's so different to YouTube, but I wanted to do something like completely different. Um, So I now sell and create dog accessories, so little harnesses, collars. And it's been so interesting to see like social media from the other side of running the business rather than like being the face of the business. It's fun though. It's good fun. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that because I have had my own small business, Juniper Moon, as well. And honestly, watching you grow with Sunnyside has been a delight. You are doing so well. The designs are amazing. If you guys need anything dog related, head to Hannah. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so jumping in with the first question, Cam is going to ask this. 
The first advice request of this episode is how to break up with my boyfriend of eight years when we live together. This is stressful. Do you want to take it away with your thoughts? I'll try. Do you know what? I feel like oh, it's the living together that makes this difficult. I think yes. you kind of need to like, if you try and organize other parts of your life first, I would say like, where are you or him going to be living? Um, do you have like friends or family you could go to? You've got to think a bit further down the line when it's something like this and like it's going to affect both of your daily lives. Um, so if you have a backup plan in place, I think that's good. But mostly like speak to him. I think you've got to bring up the issues you have, maybe write it down in your notes. We all love the notes app. Um, write down every problem that you have with the relationship because I don't think you can go into a conversation like that blind. You can't just bring it up and then not really have much substance. So I think make your notes on the issues you have. Um, try and set up a plan B for yourself because it's probably going to be a little bit messy. So try and make it as organized as you can for like the fallout part. And if you continue living together, oh my God, a friend of mine had this as well. What happened? <gasps> it was not good. So all I will say is you need to sleep with a pillow between you. No mixed feelings. You can't give like mixed emotions. You, you just need to, you need to be clear with your feelings, I think. That is such a good point. I didn't even think of that, but you've got to cut off the intimacy, perhaps we'll call it, yeah. because you're going to send mixed messages and mixed feelings and you can't just catch yourself finding lonely and then saying, oh, well, you know, we'll just spend some time together. And then all of a sudden, how are you going to break up with this guy if that keeps happening? That's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, exactly. It's a messy situation, but I think you've got to keep your feelings completely separate and you've got to be strong. If you're going to break up, that's it. Have that in your mind. You can't be messing him around. It's not fair on him either. Hannah, you are a wise head on young shoulders, honestly, because you have just said everything that I thought. My first thought was write a to-do list of everything that you need to tick off for you to be able to move out. Well, first of all, actually, it doesn't sound from this message like they're too much of a toxic person, but the first thing to do is make sure you would feel safe breaking up the relationship. Because if you wouldn't, then get out of there straight away, head to a loved one's house, because that could turn very sticky. Yeah, that's so true. It doesn't say in the note that there's any like danger, but you never mm. know with someone getting broken up with. So make sure you feel safe first things first, of course. And then I just said, if that isn't an issue, write down a to-do list, write exactly what you would need to move out of that house. Where are you going to go next? What are you going to do? Do you work from home? Do you need somewhere to work? Just make sure that all of that stuff is set in place. And I do want to say as well, though, a relationship failing doesn't mean that you're a failure. And I know that you have been with this person for a long time, and it's probably very easy to feel like, gosh, I put so much time and energy into this relationship. Maybe I'm just going to hack it out for another however long, see if it can get better. But I just think it is more than okay to leave and start again. You've got one life, you've got to live it properly. And if you've made your mind up, which it sounds like you have that you want to leave this person, rip the bandaid off. That is so true. I think it doesn't matter how, how long you've been with them. Like if you've been with them two years, obviously this person's been with them for eight years. You can't think, oh, that was a waste of eight years because it wasn't. You will have learned so much in that time. And I think like break it off there, end it at eight years. Why wait till 12 years, 15 years, whatever, just for the sake of it? Exactly. Yeah, I 100% agree. 
I think it's important to remember when you're leaving a long relationship, it doesn't mean that either of you did anything wrong. It just means you're not right for each other anymore. But that doesn't mean that you're not right for anyone else or you're not well as or right as a person. Yeah. So it sounds like you know what you need. You know what you want. Don't let anything hold you back from making this change in your life, even if it's a bit scary and complicated to detangle yourself from someone you're living with. Exactly. Very good point. And we are wishing you so much luck with this. I hope the process goes as smoothly as possible and sending you a lot of love. Okay, jumping into advice question number two. How do I tell my boyfriend his sister drives me nuts? It's a long story, but I feel like she wants to date him. You take the reins with this. (laughs) So what I will say is that if you have to give someone tough news, my dad has this method called giving them a sandwich, which means you give them a compliment. So first you might say, boyfriend, you know, I really enjoy this part of being with you or when we go do this, or I I really like this member of your family. Oh, I love your mom. I love your dad. Then you give them the sort of negative critique or feedback. So you might gently say, listen, your sister's fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe phrase it a little more gentle than that, but you might say your sister's a little intense to be around sometimes. And, you know, maybe it sounds like maybe she's possessive of him or I don't know. We, we do, when you said it's a long story, like I said, moving forward, guys, we want the long story. We want to hear all the tea, but you might share with him a couple of the different ways that she is bothering you. And then you end it, you close out the sandwich with another compliment. So you might say, but think, you know, you're such a good listener. So thanks for sitting down with me and talking or any, just any positive note you can end it on. And that's, I feel like a good way to give people information they might not want to hear information that's hard to hear. Um, give them a sandwich, compliment, critique, compliment again. Oh my God. No one tell my boyfriend that technique because I will be using that going forward and I don't want him to know. <laughs> okay. Good deal. That is such good advice. No, but yeah, that, that's what honestly blown my mind. I have never thought of that before. But my thoughts on this, I feel like your boyfriend should be on your team. Um, like he's choosing you to spend the rest of his life with, not his sister, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully. It is a bit weird that you feel like she wants to date him. Um, but yeah, I think he should back you 100%. You don't even have to be nasty about it. You just have to be honest. Just say, your sister's a bit much sometimes. Maybe don't say to him, I feel like she wants to date you because the next family Christmas is going to be awkward if you say that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And for all you know, he might say, oh, God, I know. Oh, can we not spend as much spend as much time with her? I mean, he might come down on your side as well, especially if you explain it gently. Most people, I feel like, have an idea of what's going on around them. And if she's been badgering him or being, you know, excessively possessive of him, he might've picked up on that feeling a bit weird and irritating to you. So he might already have an idea. He might also not know what to say to her about it if he has noticed, because that is a very uncomfortable, like I cannot imagine having that conversation with my brother, just sitting him down and being like, George, I feel like you're too touchy-feely or I feel like, you know, this or that. I cannot imagine having that. So maybe he needs help on how to address it and you two could be there for each other. Yeah, that's so true. Maybe it's something as simple as just if you don't mind skipping this event or that event, maybe it's literally as simple as, 
I'm just going to distance myself from her a little bit because she gets under my skin. Now, of course, you don't want to be excluded from every family event or party or, or social event. But, you know, maybe there is just a pretty simple way to work it out without even having to have a weird conversation with her. Maybe it's just a matter of, well, if she's going to be at this event, you know, maybe I won't go or I'll only go one, you know, here and there. It just depends on what your needs are, the, how much you need to be around the sister. I think keep your boyfriend in the loop with that as well. If you do need to take space from her, don't make it, don't not tell him and then be like, yeah, I don't want to go to this event and I don't want to go to this event. I think if you just explain to him how you feel, he will more than likely understand. I would understand if you came to me and said that. Yeah, I I hope you guys would have communication open enough. And if you don't have the communication where you can share your concerns with him or your irritations or things that are bothering you well that's a you know that's an issue that you guys need to work on together anyway so maybe this will open the door to that but if you do maybe he'll just listen yeah that's exactly what I was going to say communication is so important like in every relationship in every aspect that even if it is a bit of an awkward conversation with him you don't necessarily need to have the conversation with the sister but the two of you I think you got to be on the same page at all times yeah, definitely. Just let him know. Honesty really is the best policy, isn't it? Definitely. Hmm. Next question. I'm feeling stuck in a nine to five job. I want change, but unsure what to do. Change feels scary. Well, this is pretty relatable to me because after five years in my corporate job in corporate businessy corporate America, I lost my mind and quit my job and went and hiked part of the Appalachian Trail. And that was the sort of catalyst for my life, like turning upside down. I actually went back to a corporate job after that and then quit it pretty soon. And I started to do like contract work and I started my podcast and I was just doing any kind of, you know, bits and bobs and just picking up any little odd jobs that I could while I did this contract work and I did anything. And I just had a lot of passion for podcasting. So I just threw myself into that. And lo and behold, it's basically worked out. And that's been really great. So if you're feeling stuck in a nine to five, I definitely 100% relate to that. All I can say is look to what makes you happy. Look to your passions, look to your hobbies and start creating around it. I don't care what it is. Like if you like to cook, start cooking and make a TikTok account for it. Or if you like to like make things or if you like books, get on BookTok. Basically make a TikTok account because that's the only way to people make jobs anymore. Not really, but I would throw yourself into things that you're passionate about and things that bring you joy and things that bring light to your life. And you might not be able to make money off of it for a while, but that's okay. Keep your nine to five and just start investing time into yourself are you really interested in, you know, like filmmaking, but you don't, you don't know anything about it? Well, maybe take a class. Can you take like a local college course or like an online class? There's just so many resources. I understand not liking a nine to five job because I hated a nine to five job. But if you can find something that you do like, something that you enjoy doing and start doing it as a hobby, you may be able to turn that into your own, your own new job. At least that's how it worked out for me. Yeah. Wow. What a story. I th- I just think life is too short to be scared of change. Like the best things come from change and your life's not going to change unless you make those changes yourself. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm quite a big believer in manifestation. And 
I think a good place to start with this, right, for this person, if they've got something in mind about what they would like to do, maybe a business they'd like to start, or a career path they'd like to go down. For me, this is something that I do. So once a year on the 8th of August, every year, you can do it anytime. That's just my date. I write a letter to myself for the following year and I write it as if I'm writing it at the end of the day. And I'm like, I start everyone like, dear diary, it sounds so silly, but for me, it works. And I will write down everything that I hoped has happened by this point in time, but as if it's already happened. And I think, I don't know, I recently looked, obviously, on the 8th of August, I looked at my note from last year and pretty much all of it had come true. I think once you've got it in your mindset and it's at the back of your mind constantly and you've written it down on a piece of paper, you can see what you're striving for. I just think it's a lot easier to work towards those goals. I mean, there's probably apps for that. I don't know. I'm just old fashioned and I write it down on a piece of paper. But that's something you can do while you're still doing your nine to five. Kind of imagine what you would like the next year of your life to look like or the next five years of your life, next 10 years of your life. And then make the little steps to go towards that. I mean, it might feel a bit overwhelming at first. You don't have to achieve that all in one go. But taking those first little steps are what's going to make the big change in the end. So I say just go for it. Don't give up your nine till five. I think you've got to be practical about it. You've got to still pay your bills. You've got responsibilities. But you're allowed to have other dreams as well. You don't have to just live your life for your nine to five. Anna, that is such a gorgeous idea. I'm going to start implementing that into my life. I want to write a letter probably lose it find it in 15 years (laughs) honestly I thought I'd lost mine I was like rummaging through my office I was like where is this letter but yeah I found it (laughs) no that is such a lovely idea and sometimes I find writing things down or just manifestation in general saying it out loud it just tricks your mind into thinking like you are a little step closer so if I had it written down in a note this is where I'm going to be in a year's time I reckon my entire mindset would then move to that because I wouldn't want to let myself not let myself down but I wouldn't want to be upset when I opened the letter and I hadn't changed anything Mm -hmm. in my life from that point so what a gorgeous idea I'm seriously going to do that I think it's a great (laughs) idea there's a I always like to say I just say it to myself constantly and I say it to people all the time but words have power they really do and I'm not a big believer in the mystique or like spirituality any of that but like the idea that you can sit down and visualize here's how it's going to be I've managed to leave my nine to five I've taken all these classes I'm running my own small business now or you know and maybe you do one for a year ahead of time you do one for five years ahead of time you do do one for 10 years ahead of time and you can really just let your dreams kind of run wild but the fact that you sit down and put that into words and put that on paper, I think it could be a really powerful thing. And I, I like that idea. Add that into your routine and see where it can take you. Yeah, definitely. Words do have power. No one's going to believe in you as much as you do. No one's going to have that belief in yourself. So if anyone's got to do it for you, it's got to be yourself. So I think go for it. Believe in what you can achieve if you really put your mind to it and start making little changes. Change your mindset. Honestly, it is all in the mindset. And little changes add up as well. You could change the tiniest thing in your life and think it won't make a difference, but that built up over a year will make a huge difference. So start small and hopefully you will get out of that nine to five. We're wishing you so much luck with that. Okay, guys, let's end this one on a light note. Do you guys have any name suggestions for a boy? I love this question. I assume it's a baby boy, like a human baby boy, because if you <laughs> if you if it's a dog or a cat or something, you've got a whole different... Well, I also have a pet list. If you guys want pet names, come back to us. We'll do that one too. But we're going to do human baby boy names now. 
Okay. Baby boy names are the names that I find the hardest. But if you didn't know this about me, I have a YouTube channel and I went through a huge phase of posting baby name videos because I am so obsessed with names. I've had a list on my phone since I very first got a phone. It's been there the whole time. It changes like throughout the years. But yeah, obsessed with names. Love this question. Although boy names are what I find hardest and I literally have two on my list. (gasps) That surprises me. Go on. I've got so many girl names. So the first boy name that I like is Silver. I think that's a really cool name in general. I think if I knew a boy called Silver, I'd be like, they are a musician or an artist or something like that. And they are just the coolest person in the world. So Silver is the first name. Mine are kind of out there, by the way. And the next one that I've got is Winter. I love the name Winter. I think Winter is a girl's name. Yeah, I, I know a girl called Winter. You actually do? Yeah, well, yeah, well, she's only about three, but she exists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. I can't wait to meet all of the really interesting named babies because I feel like celebrities of this generation have set off something crazy with names and now everybody is going a little bit rogue. Yeah, definitely. Also, how are you spelling winter? Oh, with an I. I like the normal spelling. With an I. Yeah, no, I agree. I like it with an I too. Also, I think Silver would be a really cool girl's name. Me too. It's on my girl's name list as well. Can I just say, you've got October on your girl's names list as well. I feel like that is a boy's name. No. Okay. I think I've told Hannah this before, but I love the name October for a girl because I like the nickname Toby for a girl. I think Toby for a boy is pretty basic. I don't love that, but like Toby on a girl, she would be so cool. Yeah, no, I completely agree. 100%. And people would be like, what is Toby short for? Thinking something normal. Then she'd be like, oh, October. <laughs> yeah. The next question would be, were you born in October? And she'd probably be like, no. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> I like August for a boy. Oh, I love August for a boy as well. Yeah. I love month names. Yeah. August, I think, is a good name for a boy. I like August. She has autumn on her girls list. Wow. You just love the seasons, don't you, Gabs? I do yeah. like August, but I'd worry that people would like mistake it for Augustus and that reminds me of Augustus Gloop a great big greedy nincompoop (laughs) (laughs) that is one of my favorite films ever okay Hannah hit us with your boy names okay um so I have I'm gonna say I have four because I don't like one of them anymore but one of my favorite names for a boy is River how cute I also like River for a girl though I like River for a girl as well yeah Yeah. YouTuber Fleur de Force had a river yeah, I think it's a really cute name. I also really like Renly. Never heard of that until a couple of months ago. And someone told me their grandson was called Renly. And I was like, oh, I like that. That is interesting because I was just talking about Fleur de Force. So her daughter is called River Ren. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, they go together really cute, those names. Don't they? Another name of mine is Albie. I really like Albie. I think it's cute. It's quite classic. It's quite normal. But it's, I don't know. I prefer Albie to Alfie, I think. I don't know. Sorry if there's Me any too. Alfies out there. No, it's a little bit more quirky. Yeah, and I think Albie could grow with them quite well. Um, and my last name yeah. is Finley. Finley's probably my least favourite, but see, I, like a, I like a Lee name. Oh, see, I like Finn without the Lee. Oh, do you? But then again, my surname is Lindley. So it would be like Finley oh, Lindley. Yeah, no, that is true. Which now that I say it is kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's like Finley Lindley. <laughs> Might nick that one off you for my imaginary child. 
Yeah, you could have Finley, Renly, Lindley. What a mouthful. <laughs> Slay, honestly. The listeners might be pregnant with baby girls. Do you want to give us like three or four baby girl names as well? Okay, absolutely. Right. I am locked and loaded for this. So I love the name Alia. I think that's so pretty. Ooh, yeah. I've never heard that. I'd spell it A-R-L-E-A. I think it's cute. Oh, I love that. Alia. Um, I also really like Rosa. I think Rosa's really cute. It's oh. like a little bit different. It's rosy, but it's different, you know? It's like a, cl- a twist on a classic. Yeah, I agree. I like Maya as well. Maya's, it's quite popular now though, so I'm not sure if I'd actually use it, but I do think it's a lovely name. Yeah, I've got a cousin, Maya. Have you? Shout out Maya if you're listening. Woo, go Maya. And I love Stevie for a girl. Love Stevie. Is that because of Shit's Creek or? Oh my God, I have been obsessed with that lately, but it's actually because Harry Styles named someone's little girl Stevie. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> Hannah, that's embarrassing. Okay, I do have to say on the bonus pod, we might have to gossip about Harry Styles if you're really. Oh my God, yes. I would talk about Harry Styles all day. <laughs> okay, fabulous. Find that on the Patreon. My Crocs have Harry Styles jubits on right now. <laughs> I mean, what else would they Hannah. have on them? Can I just say <laughs> on Gabby's girl's name list, she has the name Bluebell written. When I first read it, I thought it said baseball. And I thought, <laughs> well, that's just a bit too weird. I know you're I know you're a celeb and everything, but that's a bit out of touch. No, do you know what? Bluebell used to be number one on my list. Number one. But do you know what, Gabs? This is going to ruin the name for you. Do you want me to say it or not? Say it. I'm never having kids. My friend told me it sounds like a porn star name. I was like, you're actually kind of right. No. Oh, it does. It does. And now it's put me off. It's still on my list. It's only on my list because you said it once. And I was like, that's so nice. I need to write it down. I would Isn't never have it? used it. I would have asked for permission if I genuinely wanted to. Oh, well, you can use it. If I'm you not want, a bad I friend. <laughs> I won't be using it anymore. Not after my friend said that. So if you want it, it's open. <laughs> my top names are Meadow, Mirabelle, October, Juniper, and Coco. I love Juniper. That's my fave out of those. Not that you asked, but that is my fave. (laughs) Huge thank you to you, Hannah, for coming on the guest episode of Stay at Home Girlfriends. We have loved having you here and you've given the best advice. Thank you for having me. It's been so fun. Tell the listener where they can find you. You can find me at Fabulous Hannah. That's about it. Nice and simple. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Wonderful. We are going to be recording a little juicy episode of kind of YouTube behind the scenes with Hannah over on our Patreon. So go and check that out if you would like more content from us. And that's the end of today's episode. A huge thank you to Hannah for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of us with Hannah, we've got an episode live on Patreon right now where we discuss OG YouTube and have a general gossip. And reminder, if you're wanting to get our advice on any situation in your life, head to the link in our Instagram or TikTok bios to write us a question. And remember, never take advice from someone who's falling apart. Bye. Thanks for listening.